Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, I'm Mario Taniguzzi, and this is Calgary's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. Joining me today is Dhruv Sood, who is co-founder and co-CEO of Fresh Prep. Thanks for joining us today, Dhruv. Thanks for having me, Mario. Well, I'm I'm going a little out, out of the, the bounds here because I'm, uh, you know, it's Calgary's podcast, but I know you're based in Vancouver, but we're going to talk about the Calgary connection soon uh, and the Alberta connection. But uh, first of all, uh, Drew, can you just explain what Fresh Prep is and what you do? Sure. Fresh Prep is a uh, sustainable meal kit company. We prep and portion all the ingredients for your dinner. We deliver you a kit. You can use it to quickly, conveniently uh, make yourself dinner in about 30 minutes. Um, our take on the meal kit side, our meal kit industry, is that we're, we focus on sustainability, quality, and convenience. Um, sustainability through our reusable program, our zero waste trays, and our recyclable pro- recycling program. Um, convenience through actually chopping the ingredients for you. So we take it one step further to make your cooking process easier. And finally, we do focus on ingredient quality. We we spend more on our ingredients to make sure you're having a quality dinner. And when did you start this? 2015 January is when we first got started. Uh, we kind of found our, our fit by end of 2016. And that's when we really started to grow. Tell me a little bit about that growth. And obviously, uh, the growth in this industry, why are we seeing, you know, I know that there's other you know, competitors out there uh, in the industry, uh, competitors to you. Why are we seeing this growth in, in sort of meal kits and meal kit deliveries? Sure. The, the concept of meal kit really does make sense. I mean, when we had the idea, it was um, we're back in school and cooking for one. And, you know, when you're out trying to cook yourself a meal, especially if you're a little adventurous and want to cook something, you don't always cook. Like there's a lot of pantry items involved. You have to manage that. You have to spend a lot of money on sauces and spices. And then there's, you know, the produce and meat that's involved often that, you know, it gets quite uh, anxiety building if it's going bad in, in your fridge. Yeah. And so there's management. There's a lot of management involved. And that's hard to do when you're doing it just for one person. It's a lot easier if you're doing it for a big family, but um, definitely difficult for one person. And so the meal kit idea helps solve that. You know, it takes that off your plate, so to speak. So uh, the company does all the prep work. The company makes sure that you get exactly what you need. And all you're left with is the cooking which we want to leave you with because that helps you get a fresh meal, uh, something that's nutrition. You control what goes into the meal. You can set it to your taste, to your dietary uh, preferences. And so it, the, the solution really works in that regard, right? And getting you a, a quick meal. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the growth. Uh, you've expanded into the Alberta market. Uh, uh, tell me why uh, you saw the opportunity here and why you've expanded here. Yeah, no, it's been really exciting expanding into the Alberta market. We've gotten a lot of traction and we're really excited by it. Our, our thought around going into Alberta, of course, was we wanted to head east and Alberta's our, our neighbor. Um, so there's a bit of comfort in the proximity as well. You know, it's our first time really going outside of our home base. And Alberta is a big market and, um, you know, everyone eats. And I think uh, 
Alberta could really benefit from fresh prep as as a meal kit option. And um, overall, we we wanted to test how we would do in a in a in a market outside of our home base. And you know, we don't want to go somewhere really really enormous where we'd be overwhelmed. So Alberta was a a great option for us. Okay, let's talk about being an entrepreneur, uh, Drew. Uh, what do you like? First of all, what do you like about it? What do you like about being an entrepreneur, being your own boss, so to speak? Oh, I absolutely love it. Um, I love solving problems. And uh, in the business that we chose, there's lots of problems all the time or challenges, as you can call it, or opportunities. Um, and, I, and I just love solving problems. And so it's been really exciting. And, you know, as we change, we grow, the problems change. And it just it's always uh, keeps me gets me up in the morning pretty easily. What have been some of your biggest challenges in uh, in setting up the business initially and then just throughout the, you know, uh, the journey? Yeah, uh, setting it up initially, I guess, uh, I mean, our, our, we've grown quite a bit. So there's different stages of setting it up. There was, you know, at the very, very beginning, it was permitting and it was uh, all the equipment that we had to set up. But funnily enough, um, we realized recently a big theme in terms of the types of problems we have through growth is, is people and space. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of high growth companies out there, a lot of tech companies out there where it's technical staff and maybe office space. But in our case, we're looking at facilities, we're looking at massive coolers and equipment yeah, and all of these industries, the construction and, and all of these industries don't move at the pace that we've been moving at. So kind of trying to make that match has been, the most, uh, the most challenging. So when you uh, say backtrack for a second here, back to when you first started the business, uh, uh, did you ever foresee all the, the, uh, the, the number of things that I guess had to be done and, uh, and still need to be done uh, as, as an owner of a business? Uh, no, <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, I think our planning was a little limited when we started. And of course, our, our dreams were a bit limited as well. I mean, we're definitely, um, we're, we've definitely um, gone beyond where we thought we would get at the outset. We sort of just started it because we were just focused on the solution. We weren't so focused on the business side of it. We just thought we had the solution and we wanted to get it out there. So what, you know, throughout your journey as an entrepreneur, what has helped you? Um, and what has helped the business? Has it been uh, something you've read in a book? Has it, has it been a, a mentor or, or, or some advice that you receive from, from people about being an entrepreneur? I've definitely received lots of good advice and uh, learned lots of lessons that have helped. Um, you know, one piece of advice, which is pretty cliche, I guess, is to work on your business rather than in your business. Uh, that's, you know, we spent the first year definitely working in our business and not on our business. Yeah. And it was really easy to get into that cycle. And so trying to get ourselves out of it. And, you know, it's it's a struggle sort of nonstop. I mean, at this point, we definitely have a, a good base of staff that can help us leave us to work on our business. Yeah. Uh, but that's a big one. And, and along with that goes uh, failing fast, making sure that if you're going to try something, you, you want to um, do it quickly and not let it drag on. And when you're working on your business, it, it's easier to do that um, than if you're kind of stuck in it. Yeah. Um, and then the last one was definitely uh, cash is king. Um, you know, 
when starting the business, there's lots of opportunity. I mean, all you have is an idea the moment you start it. Yeah. And then as you make it a reality, you see so many, so many different opportunities and investments you could make to make things better. You have all these, but that is also the moment in time where you have no money (laughs) (laughs) because you just started it. And so it's just making sure that you um, are aware of that, that you you need the cash uh, before you go into these really high return investments. Yeah. yeah. What would be your best piece of advice for uh, somebody who, Maybe coming to you and uh, saying some young person, well, I shouldn't even say young, because <laughs> being an entrepreneur, people start businesses at any age, really. Uh, but if somebody came to you and wanted to, to be an entrepreneur, what would you tell them? What advice would you give them? Um, definitely, I guess that think it through, talk to a lot of people, make sure you can uh, defend your business model. A business model is something that definitely needs to be thought through before before you go ahead um but you know past that also make sure that you have conviction as long as you're convinced um you don't have to listen to what everybody says about the business or about the idea um you just need to have your own conviction and then go for it give it everything you have i think uh doing it off the side of the table is is something i'm not experienced with and i wouldn't recommend it because of that i would say kind of go in two feet and fail fast if if that's what's gonna happen and we all know that you know that many businesses fail in their first year um and know they i i can't remember the exact number but i i know that it, it it's quite quite a high rate um did you ever have a point initially where you you wonder, geez, should I should we be doing this? Uh, is it worth going through? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, that first year, for example, I think uh, in about eighteen months, we uh, we collected about a hundred customers. Um, we do more than that in a day now, yeah. and so it felt in those eighteen months that that we weren't really accomplishing much. But at the same time, that was the time where we really got into the details of the business. You know, we were doing every part of it and figured out the packaging, the sustainable yeah. solutions. And so in retrospect, it, it was useful time, but you know, in the moment when you're there, um, it was, uh, there were times that, that we were wondering about the business and, and what the future would be like. So what kept you going? Um, we really believed in the product. That, that was one thing. And then the the people that are there that are now part of the team. Um, and then it's also, I guess, proving people wrong. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, did you have any, I'm just wondering about your background, uh, you know, prior to starting uh, this, what, what was your background? Sure. I went to school for, for finance and logistics. Um, finance was kind of my, my main interest. And I went that route. I never thought logistics would be a big part of my future, but it is the bigger yeah. part at this point. Um, yeah, so I worked in finance for about a year. I love numbers. I love solving problems with numbers. I love data. And so, you know, when I'm at Fresh Prep, the finance team, the data team, and the revenue team, I help guide sort of that portion of Fresh Prep um, pretty closely. Um, so, yeah, that, that was my background. Okay. So, you know, we all know that uh, being an entrepreneur is uh, in many ways a 24-7 job, right? Uh, uh, 
Uh, it just seems to be never-ending tasks to do <laughs> and thinking about your company and your business, right? So how do you find balance in your life? How do I find balance? Do you have balance? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess for starters, it, it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like my life. So there's no, there's nothing really to balance, but yeah. um, in, in some ways. Um, but it's just a matter of, of making time. I think I'm, I have the flexibility to do that a bit more now than, than I did before. But there's definitely a period where I ignored everything else in my life uh, just for work. But it's been so exciting that it doesn't feel like work, right? So, yeah, yeah I hear you. Yeah. So, what do you do uh, besides work? What What are some of your interests, hobbies? Yeah, I um, I work. Oh well, I, I play squash and tennis, just leisurely, not nothing too serious. Yeah. But I do like ten, uh, racket sports, uh, table tennis as well. Oh wow! Um, I spend time with family and friends. Um, a lot of Vancouverites go hiking a lot, and that's a common hobby, but that's yeah. not really for me. Uh, I love the nature, but I like things a little bit more extreme. Either I'm active or I'm not active. I don't like halfway. I don't like that, you know, a stroll. And so, um, yeah, not not much for hiking, but I definitely enjoy racket sports and kind of hanging out with friends and family. Interesting you mentioned squash because that's – Used to be the the rave, right? Uh, years ago, but I just don't see here too many people playing squash anymore. <laughs> yeah, Hussein, uh, my co-founder, uh, introduced me to it. Um, he's, he's he was a pro in the past. Okay, let me yeah. ask you some uh, sort of rapid fire questions. Okay, sure. okay. What's your favorite book? Favorite book? Um, I'd say Outliers. Um, I definitely enjoyed the read. Um, yeah, Outliers. Favorite movie? Ooh. And there's, there's too many to pick from, but probably between Cash Me If You Can and uh, Good Will Hunting. Oh, cool. What yeah. about uh, TV show? Ooh. <laughs> it's a tough one, too. <laughs> um, probably between Seinfeld. <laughs> no, probably Seinfeld. Yeah, I hear you on that one. <laughs> favorite, favorite food? Favorite food, probably sushi. Oh, cool. Anything in particular, sushi, or you like it all? I like it all, but I usually go for like the toro nigiri, the tuna belly. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you're in your great place for uh, sushi, too. Oh, right? definitely. Yeah. Probably <laughs> uh, big favorite drink? Favorite drink. Um, love a good Americano. Okay. And yeah. uh, what about a, a favorite vacation spot? Do you have one? Ooh um we've been to mexico a few times only because it's the easiest vacation so it's not you know nothing uh nothing outside of that it's just the easiest thing to do and so mexico okay super so uh Dhruv, if i uh, had any parting words uh, for fellow entrepreneurs or would-be entrepreneurs what would that be uh it's you know it's definitely going to feel like a grind i, I found that being an entrepreneur wasn't conceptually very difficult. It's just very difficult on your emotional, mental state. Mm -hmm. And so if you're experiencing that, definitely just, uh, you have to, you have to grind through it. There's not much else uh, that you can do and uh, except for take care of your mental and emotional state uh, through it all. Yeah. Okay. Super. Well, thanks very much for joining us today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was really fun. 
Okay, super. That was Drew Sood, who is co-founder and co-CEO of Fresh Pret. I'm Mario Taniguzzi, and this has been Calgary's podcast on Canada's Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us today.